0: Okay. Hi, everyone. So, as I was talking about anger in our last episode, for some reason it got me thinking about, well, gratitude. In an age like ours where there's always something else to see, or to get, or to upgrade, I'm not sure that gratitude is always at the forefront of our consciousness. Anyway, I thought I'd uh, meditate on this a bit. So, here goes then. Okay. So, the ancient thinkers practiced something pretty interesting. They practiced what they called negative visualization. This was the practice of taking some time to think about all the bad things that could happen to us in the future. You know, like um like succumbing to a disease or losing a loved one or really any unexpected reversal of fortune. Now, Why did they consider this to be so important? Well, one reason they gave was because doing so prepares us for facing trials in the future. In other words, by thinking about the bad things that could happen to us, this will lessen their impact on us when they do happen. After all, as uh, Marcus Aurelius says, misfortune weighs most heavily on those who expect nothing but good fortune. In other words, if we expect nothing but good things, we're going to end up being quite shocked by reality when it hits us. The best thing to do then is to calculate and internalize reality's attacks in advance, so that its blows will be lessened when they happen. Okay, but there are a couple more very important reasons why these ancient thinkers believed that we should practice negative visualization. It's because doing so helps us to appreciate the infinite value of each instant and to be grateful for for what we have. So, how does this work exactly? Well, let's back up a bit. So, the problem with many of us is that we pursue insatiable desires. That's to say, desires that can't be assuaged or fulfilled in any ultimate long-term sense. Now, what this sort of pursuit means is that we end up just as dissatisfied as we were before fulfilling those desires. This is what's come to be known as the hedonic treadmill or hedonic adaptation, which is the phenomenon that shows that no matter how good we feel when we satisfy some desire, will soon return to the baseline level of feeling we were at before we satisfied that desire. And then, of course, unhappy with that neutrality and in need of a rush, we'll desire something new again. And so we go in perpetuity, forever chasing rainbows, and so perpetually dissatisfied and ungrateful. Okay, so what does this have to do with negative visualization? Well, what negative visualization does is it offers us a technique for for creating in ourselves a desire for things, not that we lack, but that we already have. That's to say, if we spend some time imagining that we've lost the things we value, like our home, or our job, or our loved one, then we'll end up appreciating them a lot more than we otherwise would have. So, the wisdom of negative visualization is that it teaches us that the easiest way for us to achieve lasting happiness is to learn how to want the things we already have. After all, we should remember that, as Seneca says, everything we have is on loan from fortune. And so we should love our dear ones, but always with the thought that we have no promise that we may keep them forever. So knowing this we'll be grateful for the people in our life and for the things that we already have. We'll no longer spend our time thinking about what we don't have, but will appreciate those few things we do have and see them again for the very first time. There will be no more constant cycles of dissatisfaction and boredom, which is nothing other than the great sickness of ingratitude. And we won't take a single instant for granted either. No, knowing that it could be all gone seconds from now, we'll be attentive and alive and thankful, and we'll live each moment as if it were our last. In other words, by contemplating the impermanence of everything in the world, we'll come to recognize that every time we do something, it could be the last time we do it. And of course, by recognizing this, it will invest everything we do now with a significance and a potency that would have otherwise been absent had we expected more of it. Simply put, once we reflect on the possibility that the things and events in our life may not return or be repeated, then all things will become shining, extraordinary events, never to be passed over in anticipation of something greater down the road. Marcus Aurelius sums this all up very nicely. Imagine yourself as dead. Now wake up and take what's left of it and live properly.